Hey guys, my name is Tom Welling, and uh, unfortunately I won't be able to be here for this episode, um, Extinction. I'm very sorry, but you're in very capable hands, and um, I'll be sure to listen myself to make sure Michael doesn't f*** it up. Yes, Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Uh, you know... This is season three now. We're in episode three, and a lot is going on. And a little disclaimer right now, Tom had a little family emergency, nothing crazy, nothing life-threatening. But this is going to be a great episode because Ryan is my co-pilot today, and we're here to talk about the show, and we're going to have a blast. And uh, I'll miss my Tommy boy, but co-pilot, I'll be Sully. You'll be uh, Sully's co-pilot, and we'll land (laughs) in the Hudson. The less famous guy who's also on the plane? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, God. That's exactly right. We're excited, and the show is 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 doing well. We have a lot of you guys out there that are supporting us, and the reason why we're doing better is because Patron, uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash talkville, if you want to join and help the, the uh, podcast, be my guest. It, it really helps, and more than you know. So thank you for supporting at patreon.com slash talkville to keep the show going. And uh, the uh, the handles. The handles are Talkville Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, uh, at Talkville Pod on the Twitter. And if you didn't get a chance to call in or a hotline, which is funny, is Tom and I were in Montreal this last weekend, and we saw a lot of patrons, and we saw a lot of people wearing Talkville shirts. One guy had a one woman had a Ryan shirt. Ryan's missing. I don't know where that photo was from, and that was the creepy part. I loved it. I think I figured it out though. It was. Uh, Do you have it on you right now? Uh, but no, when you, it's one of the first images when you Google my name. Oh, it is. It pops up, and I, I could not remember where, but it, I think it was a Fine Brothers shoot, for those of you who know what that is. Or give a shit. Or give a shit. By the way, uh-huh. that picture, send to Bryce, and he could show it right now. <laughs> that was the shirt she was wearing. I sent you the picture. Send yeah. that to Bryce. Yeah. Also, someone was wearing a, a 213 Jet Cute shirt. It just said 213 Jet Cute. Great. Yeah, I love nice. it. Which is the hotline. You can <clears throat> leave a question for the episode. Make sure it's it's rather short. Some people dip into the 40 50 second range and you know well uh, my attention span is not great um all that and more and talkvillepodcast.com you can get autograph stuff by me and tom there's new uh, pictures up there and all that stuff so check that out um and what else can i say we're going to be doing a lot of cons coming up we're going to salt lake city in september tom and i dc um what else rhode island big ones Ooh, big ones so big cons I'm also in the cameo if you want to do that. And my band Sunspin, um, we're performing the 29th. If you guys want to support, if anybody wants to listen to the band, we do a virtual show. Go to sunspin.com, get tickets. They're practically nothing. There's prizes. We shout out your name, all that stuff. And also go to talkvillepodcast.com and get tons of merch. All right, let's get into this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Without further ado, let's get into season three, episode three. This one's called Extinction. All right, Ryan. It sure is. What's up? I mean, I don't want to, uh, you know, cart before the horse here, <laughs> but, uh, well, the title is Extinction. It sure is. Part of me wants this episode to be extinct. <laughs> or just the suffix of that word, stinked. <laughs> I think that's what it was. October 15th, 2003, director Michael Cattleman, who I loved, he also did Zero and Drone in season one. Todd Slavkin and Darren Swimmer, my friends, wrote this episode. Um, I love them. And uh, it just, it just, this episode didn't pan out for me. Um, I got incredibly bored and frustrated. Well, why don't we tell them why? Why don't we go well, through let's, it? Let's, let's, let's just cut through all the red tape or yellow tape. Uh, <laughs> guest stars Jesse Metcalf. Boy, is he a hunk. Wasn't he on Dangerous Good Liaisons? God, uh, no, no, I don't know. No, he was in Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. He was is the what guy that say. they were like. What was he like? Body like, karate. Gardner pool pool boy. I didn't. I didn't. See yeah. It, so but who banged him? Was it Terry Hatcher or um, uh, Eva Longoria? Who else was on that show? Boy, was he lucky if he got to make out with beautiful women. But he was sort of the uh, the crux of that show, wasn't he? <laughs> was he? Yeah. Okay. Camille Mitchell, Nancy Adams, Harris Allen is Jake Pollan. Synopsis are here. Listen to this. Smallville's own version of a hate crime. As someone in town is serving vigilante justice, Clark un- uncovers that someone is hunting down meteor freaks. He races to catch them before being hunted down himself. 
This episode begins as we welcome back the students of Smallville to a new school year, making Clark and his friends, what, juniors now? Are they juniors, folks? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess it's not that that creepy for Lex to be hanging out with a junior. <laughs> I mean, high school girls used to date college guys. But when you put that inflection on junior. Junior. We see Jake Pollan fawning over Lana and getting razzed by his classmates, Van McNulty, outside of school later that night at the pool. For some reason, Lana's practicing swimming um, at you know 10 o'clock at night by herself. I didn't even know she was a real swimmer. Lana Lang? Yeah. She swam in a few episodes at this point. Yeah. She never talks about what a swimmer she is. She just likes to swim. Yeah. I mean, well, there was the one uh, the one that I remember specifically is when she uh, yeah. sort of swapped personalities and did- Nicodemus. There it is. I don't even know what that means. There it is. Oh, it was a Nicodemus flower. That's what Bryce just uh, said. All right. As she does laps, we see the same kid, Jake Pollan, sitting under water watching her. He makes a move and pulls her to the bottom of the pool. As she struggles for her life, we see a bullet hit Jake from a nearby shooter. As Lana escapes, she passes a meteor rock with the word freak on it. Mm. Is this the show leaning into freak of the week stuff? This episode, yes. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, we went back. Also, yeah. We went back to that. We, mm. You know, we were we were going hard. It, it just, you know, it's the beginning of the season, and I was just a little bit like, oh, man. This is the first one. Oh, um, do we get to play that, that theme song that the fan wrote? Oh, yeah. Maybe we could play that. Let's, let's leave space for it right now. We have a Freak of the Week episode. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Freak <laughs> of the Week episode. I like that. I like that. We're, 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 we're sending in songs for Freak of the Week. I have to write one. Can I write one? Yeah. It's Freak of the Week. It always happens to a geek when the news leak. <laughs> Chloe. I don't know. I, I like the user submitted song. I think we should keep that. Yeah, one. I think we should. <laughs> the next day, Pete and Clark talk about the attack. Chloe shows up and shares her suspicions of Jake's amphibious abilities. Clark is more concerned about the vigilante who saved Lana. Why was that guy trying to kill her and drown her in a pool? If you're going to kill someone, you're going to wait at the bottom of a pool, I guess, because he had powers. I mean, it was a weird, you know what it was? We don't really explain it. It was, maybe it was a, because, is it a pun? Because it was underwater. It was a bait and switch. Bait and switch freak of the week. We thought that kid was going to be the freak, but it was not him. But why was he trying to kill Lana? She was nice, actually. Was, I, Is there any reason for it? He was un, a little unhinged, a little... Um, we didn't even see that he was unhinged. He, he says just, hi. He, he, was just, he was just hydrating a lot. He was just <laughs> thirsty. Well, guys, help me out on this. Hopefully they had some uh, comments on this. The next, uh, <laughs> let's see. Back in Metropolis, Lex Luthor is welcomed back into Luthor Corp by Lionel. Lex is suspicious of Lionel's life insurance policy on him, so Lionel calls his bluff and tells him, if he doesn't like it, beat it. <sighs> that night at the Talon, I got to say, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I was I was actually relieved when I saw a, a, a Lex-Lionel scene. Uh, the, these next couple episodes, you guys have a lot of good scenes together. Yeah, and it was uh, I was like, okay, you know, at least there's, you know, I, I like a little bit of story, a little bit of... Yeah, depth, something, and there, there was something in there that we're, we're doing something with uh, Lionel and Lex that night at the Talon. Clark shows up to ask Lana about Jake and his friend Van. Uh, we say, uh, yes, their tension is broken as Chloe shows up to prove that Jake had gills. I know how gross. As Lana Jake says, had gills. <laughs> uh, in this scene, Lana mentions other freaks of the weeks who attacked her: Greg Arkin, Bug Boy, Tina Greer. Remember, Tina Greer morphed. She was a morpher. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Now that Clark is working with Chloe again, she decides to make the trip to Metropolis to tell Lionel that their deal is done. Lionel then tells Chloe that it would be a shame if her father suddenly found him on, himself unemployed because of their partnership ending. I like 
Uh, Lionel getting a little cunning, mm. getting a little dark, <clears throat> getting a little uh, manipulative. And uh, you could see the fear in Chloe, yeah. like she's dealing with the wrong guy. Yeah. Um, the next day at school, and I, I, you know, I love it. I don't know if it was this moment, maybe it was this episode. Was it when, when he walks in when she's typing and he kind of finishes her thought? I like, think, isn't that the end of this episode? Yeah, he was kind of like, yeah. Yeah. He just kind of comes in and we have that super close up of Lionel Luther. Chloe, why he's not English? So I'm do it. <laughs> the next day at school, Clark meets up with Van McNulty to ask about his friend Jake. And as he does, we see Van's locker with a picture of his father, who was a lieutenant in the military. This turns out to be the same lieutenant who had his head bashed in by Tina Greer in Visage, Visage, Visage. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, I didn't remember that. No, I didn't remember that either. But thank you for writing it down, Bryce. Bryce. <laughs> you, always, you always do it, Bryce. You really dive deep. I feel sorry when he has to dive deep into episodes that uh, maybe he doesn't enjoy as much. Because I'll tell you. The first couple episodes, he was like, "Oh, this is a good start. We're like moving." So, you know, at the at the uh, con, people were saying Rosenbaum shits on the show, and I go, "Ah," go, they go, "No, no, I like it when you do it. It's <laughs> it's good. You t- you say what you think, and uh, so when you like something, it means you know it's." So, thank you for that. In the torch, Chloe and Clark start to put the pieces together with a van, discovering that he's not saving people, but rather hunting down freaks of Smallville. I mean, that's look. It's an interesting twist, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an interesting story that, you know, can you fix my Evil Dead poster? My OCD is just killing What's me. With it? Down. No, other way. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Keep going. There it is. Oh, that's so much better. I could actually function now. My camera doesn't pick that up. It doesn't? No. That's because your camera is on that I poster. I got the Superman yeah exactly but the idea of this guy that's going out hunting freaks um is kind of cool so vigilante yeah i guess maybe in a way so is he a bad guy well we'll see right well he's kind of like a punisher type character Mm. um i also thought maybe this he's gonna have a, a longer story arc and he's he's actually part of the dc universe and i don't know who he is yet and he's not but he's not it's just a one off and he is himself is the freak of the week ironically did you have any doubt that he was behind it all? No, like the second he showed up, like to, to comfort the, well, the guy. He's the freak. Like, he's the guy. That guy is too hot to not be in the rest of this episode. He's too hot to not. <laughs> Clark decides to become a vigilante to stop the vigilante. He takes his sidekick to the woods to investigate Van's hideout. Clark uses x-ray vision, breaks the lock on the door, finds a room full of rifles and pictures of his victims. And when Clark sees Lex's picture, he rushes to save his friend. Mm. You know, what's funny is I wrote this down. I don't know where, but Pete gave another one of like, damn, who's that? Yeah. it was, I forgot what it was that I wrote it down. Hold on. Let's see if I have it. Oh, uh, well, he had, a, he had a line that I wrote down. I don't, it, it's, it wasn't, it's longer than damn, who's that? Yeah, it was something, but said, in, the, in the vein of that. He said, well, the, the thing that I wrote down, we'll see if it's the same. This place could use some serious lemon pledge. Now this place needs some serious lemon pledge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they got some money. Walking into the, uh, the dirty old shack. The love shack, baby. Lemon pledge. Lemon pledge. Lemon pledge. Uh, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. I can't find it. It doesn't matter. It's not really. But he says something. It's a short line when he sees Alexis. He goes, damn. Is that like? Is that, is, that Lex? Lex, is that Lex Luthor? What does he want with Lex Luthor? <laughs> Something I don't know, but, uh, you know, Bryce will probably clip that in. Lemon pledge. <laughs> Over Metropolis, as Lex gets ready to leave Luther Corp, we see Van preparing his shot from a grassy knoll. He sets his sights and takes a shot, but right before it gets to him, Clark catches the bullet, saving his life. Mm-hmm. Van makes a break for it, and Clark tackles him. However, kryptonite rocks fall out of Van's bag and leave Clark paralyzed. Van notices this. Is this the first bad guy to know Clark's weakness? No, it's not. There's mm-hmm. been other guys like, how did you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, when he throws them, I think those guys, when they, with Whitney, they mm-hmm. go through walls and stuff. Yeah. They notice it, yep. that. Um, yep. There were there were other freaks mm-hmm. that uh, Tina Greer, I think, she couldn't mm-hmm. she couldn't morph into him. Mm-hmm. So th- there, were, there were some that at least knew something's up. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us wish we had more time, but time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you. 
so you could do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Listen, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Talkville today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Talkville. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Uh, this looks like the first time super speed wasn't just a blur um so i thought that was kind of cool yeah where they uh actually showed him uh running down the highway yeah 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 that was kind of cool yeah yeah mix it up a little bit yeah we got a long way to go here folks <laughs> we gotta pull some things out of the po- the back pockets uh clark returns to the torch to share what he's found on van chloe tells clark that she's also been keeping an eye on lex because of his irregular high count of white blood cells clark then tells chloe that the fly, the files she keeps on all the freaks of Smallville is no different than the hit list that Van has been keeping. Chloe realizes she has been hacked, so she's inadvertently responsible for almost the near demise of Lex Luthor. She could have been a hero, or actually at this point, maybe not. But If Lex was a little paranoid before, the fact that an attempt has been made on like one uh, on his life one day after signing a life insurance policy really seals the deal. <laughs> Lionel shares that the policy isn't in a in place yet because the amount of near death experiences have created more of a liability than he expected. Back in Smallville, Clark heads to the town and runs into the sheriff who has lost her accent. <laughs> I I like when she shows up. I, I like because I feel like uh, whether or not uh, the the directors and, and producers were not Miles and. Al. Al intended. She she's co- she's a comedic presence. Yeah, uh, she is. I you know, but at first, like in an effortless way. It's not over the top. It's I just, was worried about it too. Yeah, I was worried when she first was the sheriff, and I was like, oh man, this is going to be just goofy and not believable. And but she's tough, mm-hmm. and she's kind of funny. Yeah, so she does a great job. Yeah, and, and it didn't matter gender. It was like whether it was a guy or a female. I would have been like, that guy looks too cheesy. You can't like it. I don't. But she she uh, fooled me. Yeah, she's she's like a foil for all the weirdness. She's sort of yeah. like a one grounded person. Uh, I swear to God, Clark Kent, if I find you at this, I'm going to arrest you. Well, she's the funniest person, but she's also the straight man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's also like the one who's like. But Bryce says she lost her accent in huh. this one. I'm, I'm just trying to get around the fact that I, I don't care. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> that's okay. That's the whole point is Ryan doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I just like when she's there. Yeah. Ryan, I'm, I, I like that. Ryan is a big fan. Mm-hmm. Of uh, the sheriff. Sheriff Adams. Clark goes on to talk to Lana, overjoyed that the person who saved her is really a bad guy. Lana is more concerned that she almost died. Again. That night we see Van busting out crunches, 200 to be exact, Ryan, and making kryptonite bullets into the in the woods as he prepares for his next target. I wonder who that is. <laughs> The next day on the Kent farm, Clark is helping Jonathan move bales of hay and discussing meteor freaks using their powers for evil. As they're doing this, we see Van preparing his shot from the nearby woods. He takes the shot. Clark attempts to hit the bullet away. But because it's kryptonite, it goes through his hand and into his shoulder. Yeah. I thought that was cool. That was cool. That was really cool. Because they did it before, and now they had to sort of, um, yeah, do it again. But yeah, it hurts. And... um 
you know that was that was definitely a cool scene we hadn't seen that before so that was that was original um yeah we'd seen him catch bullets all the time but this is the first slow-mo bullet time where we where he did not catch it yeah yeah and jonathan rushes clark inside and his parents use a knife to remove the bullet from his shoulder before the poison spreads to the rest of his body and of course they give it their all you Mm -hmm. know they're playing it as real as they can crying and you know the worry and the the guilt and the you know uh we couldn't we couldn't protect our son and they always bring it man i thought that was really cool i agree yeah i i I liked yeah they made it emotional yeah because it could have been just kind of you know cheesy and you know again when you're playing when you're in an episode and the dialogue or whatever around you is happening and it seems incredulous um it's very easy to just say screw it i don't care i don't care i don't care Mm -hmm. but you got to commit and committing can make and break the show yeah. like you know at least it puts the pieces together it it you know makes your character look uh somewhat intelligent mm-hmm. uh you know you gotta uh, you gotta save face and you gotta just commit you gotta commit no matter what and there's been some times on set where i'm like gosh this is embarrassing but i am going a hundred million percent and i'm gonna sell this shit no matter what it is because at the end of the day ryan it's your ass on that screen forever. Mm-hmm. 30 years from now when I'm dead, people will go, 30 years? Him in that trench coat as Zod. He fucking committed. Kneel <laughs> to Zod. Kneel to Zod. <laughs> John, uh, that night at the Talon, Lana goes to take out some trash. Surprised from the shadows by Van, he introduces himself as the guy who saved her and then tells her, you owe me. Who does that? I say, you owe me. Only a real dick. Yeah, sounds creepy. He goes on a rant about freaks and then tells Lana that Clark is just like the rest of them. Van tells her that he has killed Clark. Lana pushes him down a flight of stairs and tries to make a break for it. Miraculously, Van stops her and tells her the only thing worse than a freak is a freak lover. You know what? I was shaking my head. That reminds me of a a bad version of uh, Goonies. Remember when he yells into the well? He says, Andy, you Goonie. Remember that? I I don't remember the Goonies as well as you might. Mm. Mm. You're going to get criticism from my fellow patrons. I do. Clark eggs on. And by the way, again, Kristen commits. Mm -hmm. Kristen commits. She cries. She's emotional. She's intense. She goes for it. Mm -hmm. And the direction, you know, they they got the performances. So uh, good on them. Uh, Clark eggs on Van through the police dispatch and tells him to meet him at Smallville High. I noticed that they ADR'd, which is added dialogue mm-hmm. at the end of that call. You can see him like, I'm going to come to this place, <laughs> you know, to to meet Van. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you listen carefully, it's ADR. They added that later because <laughs> they were like, how does he know how to get there? Yeah. At least they thought of that. Yeah. Uh, Van shows up with Lana's hostage. Van fires rounds into Clark, who's unfazed. Van calls him a freak. Lana kicks Van into a trophy case, and Clark reveals that he was wearing a lead bulletproof vest the whole time, which looks like the vest that someone wore in 300. It does. What the hell was that? <laughs> where, did they, where, where'd he get it? Did, did John just make it for him? Yeah, where, where'd he get it? Well, we better make you this for the next time. And God forbid some, someone shoots in the arm or the legs or the head. Lucky him. But he's a hunter, so this guy's going to shoot him in the chest. So maybe He had a sniper rifle. He could have gone for the head. It's the it's the Thanos thing. You should have gone for the head. Should have gone for the head. Um, yeah, I laughed at that part, but I also go, oh my god, Lana saw him. I was convinced, like, oh, what? How are they going to do this? Lana just witnessed Clark getting shot, and he's mm-hmm. still standing, mm-hmm. and she's looking at him like, holy shit! And then you reveal it, and I go, oh, okay. I was kind mm-hmm. of like excited and disappointed at the same time. Well, it was also one of those like it's the final. Um the final villain battle that also only lasted maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, he shoots directly into Clark's lead chest mm-hmm. and then Lana, though she's handcuffed roundhouse kicks the crap out of him. Yeah. <laughs> she made the choice of helping her friend by attacking van. Uh-huh. So she basically assumed he was a freak in that moment. Yeah. Well, he had a gun. Was he, he a freak up. though? In a, in a way, in a manner of speaking, he was just a freaky guy. He was a freaky guy. He's a freaky. He's a freaky kind of guy. Yeah. You don't take home to Lana. 
Uh, <laughs> later, Clark goes to meet uh, Lex in his mansion. Clark tells him that Van is now in the psychiatric ward. Lex questions whether or not Van was crazy or just a fanatic because his suspicions were correct. The next day on the Kent farm, I think Lex says something like, is that when, is that, is it the same episode? I'm confused. When mm-hmm. Lex says about the white blood cells to Clark, where he says to him, he says, you know, all this time I've been looking at you, but as like, you know, you saved me, you did this, but maybe my high white blood cell count. No, it, it, it's, the, it's this one. Yeah, that's right. It, yeah. It doesn't say it in this. Well, he says, maybe I'm the freak. That's what Lex says, right? So maybe, you know, I like that where Lex is like, you know, I'm not going to look at you as much now, Clark, because I think it's me. I survived mm-hmm. that because I'm maybe superhuman. Maybe I'm a freak. There's something about me. Well, you are a freak. You lost your hair when you were nine years old. <laughs> You're not a freak if you lose your hair. It's me. Hi. You know, I'm it's funny. Problem, it's me. It's funny because, I don't know, I guess being bald Lex Luthor made uh, baldness cool. But also, I guess he sort of made it bad in the beginning, too, because you're like, oh, the bad guy is Lex. He lost his hair. He's the mm-hmm. freak. But he shows you that bald is cool, man. Bald is freaking cool, dude. <laughs> um, the next day on the Kent Forum, Lana shows up to check on Clark. She confesses that some of what Van was saying was starting to make sense. Clark brushes this off, but Lana tells him that if, if it was, things would still be okay. Now, if she says that... I mean, you're looking at this beautiful girl mm-hmm. who's been there. You've saved her a million times. She's going to find out, dude. Just say, mm-hmm. well, then I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you could tell Pete, who's running around on acceleration uh, freaking <laughs> ecstasy, that, uh, you know, I mean, no matter who you tell, it's it's a it's a crapshoot. But I don't think Lana would ever say anything. No. No. The, the way it is, I mean, it just, it. you want him to tell her. Yeah. That's how I feel. Maybe that's what the uh, the uh, writers were going for. We have to wait for 20 more episodes for him not to tell her. I think it's my gut feeling. Well, we'll I could be wrong. There, right? Or will he ever? Yeah, will he ever? Will she just move I away? I don't remember. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if he does tell her. So I'm, I don't know. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. The episode ends with Lionel paying Chloe a visit. As she attempts to delete files, she realizes she is unable to because Lionel controls the system. Lionel then threatens her to not investigate any more Luthers after learning how she was hacked and how Van targeted Lex. And I like that it's like, well, your laptop is owned by the school. I give to the school and you have no say. Biatch. <laughs> but also... A little creepy for an adult man 
to be showing up at a school after hours. Yeah, Lionel's showing up to school a lot. Lex was showing <laughs> up to the school to a lot. To threaten a teenager. That's I not... mean, come on, folks. <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, yeah. All right. Look, I don't really remember anything in this episode. It was one episode that I never read because what I did was I'd look through the script. I'd just breeze through it, and I'd see Lex is a scene with Lionel. Lex is a scene with Clark. And I'd read those scenes, and i go, this has nothing to do with the other story. I don't need to know anything else that's happening around me because Lex wouldn't know anyway. Mm -mm. He wouldn't know all that was going on. I'm not part of that weave of A and B storylines. So I just learned my lines, and that was it. And I think it helped because, you know, Christopher Walken said that once. He says... I don't read scripts because you're going to find out what happens anyway when you watch it. <laughs> I don't know. That's what he said. <laughs> Interesting things of note. Are you guys ready? Do we still play the music? Does he play the music? We did now. Does Jason play the music to this? Things Interesting of things of note. note. There it is. There are similarities with Van McNulty and the DC character Bloodsport played by Idris Elba in Suicide Squad an anti-hero who fought Superman with kryptonite bullets. So that's what it was. Okay, so it was. No, it yeah. wasn't. Well, I mean, it was close. It was a similarity. It was a similarity, but like, uh, it felt like a character, like in a DC in the DC comics, would have at some point invented the kryptonite bullet to take out Superman. So that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, Idris, and yeah, the Suicide Squad. When Van claims to have killed Clark, Lana calls the police. The sheriff finds him perfectly well after he recovered from the kryptonite bullet and says, "Rumors of your death has been greatly exaggerated." That's a quote from Mark Twain. Uh, Rumors of your death has been greatly exaggerated. That was a good line. Yeah. Um, she saw the bloodstained shirt. She's a cop. Uh-huh. She sees it. And yeah. he goes, oh, it was a tractor accident or something happened. Barbed wire, I Barbed think. Barbed wire. And yeah. she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys. It is time for the hotline. Talk uh, Feeling good about this hotline. Uh, here, uh, the the uh, what what is it? What's the number? What's the number, Ryan? Uh, three two three two one three jet cute. Two one three jet cute is correct, and we are going to go to the questions now. These are top tier patrons. Um, I hope you like these questions. I hope they're good questions. I like when the uh, patrons. This is Ray Harada. Ray, talk to me now, Ray. What do you got for me? Hi, this is Ray in Japan, and I have a question for season three episode extinction. In that episode, they do talk about previous meteor freaks and how some of them have died. Do you think Clark is actually culpable for any of the deaths happened in the previous two seasons? Thanks. Ryan? Oh, well. uh, Yeah. Culpable in the court. He was there when they died. Well, I think he actually had to kill them inadvertently. Wasn't there a couple that died? Didn't he like? Well, sometimes he pushed somebody into a thing and then the the thing that they were pushed into collapsed. Yeah, I think he didn't try to kill these people. He never tried to kill some people. But it's third degree murder. I, <laughs> let's get a, let's call a lawyer. It's that, it's, it's that third degree where it's that you're not you inadvertently kill someone. Uh, first degree yeah. is you killed someone murder in, in cold first. blood. Yeah. Murder in the second is you conspire with somebody you conspired to kill or. I think, and murder, third degree murder is you weren't responsible. Uh, you were inadvertently responsible. This makes sense to me. I, I think. Maybe look that up. Neither of us are lawyers. Uh, so that's what I'll say on that one. Uh, Ray, I just always love your your questions. And uh, Michael P. Michael P. This is, uh, this is something we're going to talk about. Michael P. always has good questions. He's wearing a talkful shirt, too. Ooh. Good for you guys. Hey, all, it's Michael Pacioni from Texas. The episode Extinction showcases yet again that Lionel has Chloe under his thumb. In your opinion, does Lionel overestimate the value of what Chloe has to offer given how loyal she is to Clark? Let's hear it. Ryan. Does he overestimate? Do do you think Lionel is overestimating Chloe's pull? Uh, No, I think Chloe figures out everything. Uh And so... I think Lionel knows that, that she's, uh, she's beyond her years. Uh-huh. Um, she's really smart and knows how to hack in and find out all these things that a lot of adults <laughs> don't know or scientists gather. Her, the information that she figures out and gathers is, is pretty like, how are you doing this as a 15-year-old? 
but maybe she's like Doogie Howser. I, I don't know. <laughs> Doogie, Doogie Sullivan over here. Uh, or the what's Doogie that? Howser or, of journalism. Or, or, the good doctor. Yeah. You know, so I don't think he's overestimating. I think he's. He knows how to play people. And if no, you I think find is, someone yeah. like who is as in touch with everything as she is. He's got to use her. But also is like young and manip- manipulatable. Manipulative. M- manipulative. Yeah. He can. He can. He knows he can manipulate the the sort. The source. Yeah. All right. Good question. These are good questions today. Fit the guys, <laughs> Dalton, and they're hey short. Guys, this is Dalton from New York City. Pete has a line in this episode where he says, "This place is in need of some serious lemon pledge." And I distinctly remember when this episode originally aired. It was followed by a commercial for lemon pledge. <laughs> uh, would love to hear about how product placement worked on the show and why did that seem to always go to Pete. You know, I think it's bullshit when somebody could just like, uh, you know, have to say that on the show and they don't get a piece of it. If I'm saying lemon pledge and then you guys are, I guess it's the advertising, but this place could use some lemon pledge and they probably got $500,000 for that. Yeah. The show. Yeah. Pete. They probably paid for the cast in that one commercial. Sam should have gotten some endorsement deals for lemon pledge. Lemon pledge. He should have seen some residuals. Yeah. I agree. I agree. To make up for. Like a screen time hilarious. on the show. What, what a, I was wondering, we're all wondering, like, what the hell is a line like that in there? Lemon and there pledge. you go. Well, they it's t- like a funny specific, like for a dirty place, but also. Eh. Yeah, but it's funny because when they're writing it, they're like, oh, this is perfect. It's funny. No one will ever know. Yeah. And then the Lemon Pledge commercial. Hey, guys, this is Reese from Burbank. Reese. So I love, absolutely love the visual effects on this show, but I also love the practical effects. Were you guys aware at the time that the visual effects were superseding everything else on TV? And personally, do you guys prefer practical effects or visual effects? Practical. Especially on a show like yours that did both so well. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. Look, I'm all into practical effects, but I will say that um, on this show, you needed more than practical effects. You needed these effects, these visual effects. Um, I like practical effects when I watch Empire Strikes Back or Star Wars and mm-hmm. things like that, Aliens and a lot of these movies. And I think that visual effects can take me out of it, and they mostly do nowadays. But then I think it was very fitting. Sometimes it was overdone. Um, but a lot of the times, uh, these effects, I felt like they were ahead of their time. And for TV, again, I thought they did a fantastic job for the most part. Yeah. If, if you need to show like showing a speedy Superman or, you know, a speedy Clark Kent. Yeah. You can't do uh, practical. Like, like just looking back at the, the old ones and looking at what, what Smallville did, like that was infinitely better. But if you look like, like a creature, like you, you want that to be like as practical and gross as possible. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, the other choice, if you didn't have visual effects, would have been close-up of Clark, and as he leaves the camera in a tight shot, you hear, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and that would just get old and stupid. Yeah. Uh, Ed, good old Ed. This is Ed, and uh, you guys, these are fun questions today. Thank you. Hi, uh, Tom and Michael. This is uh, Ed Carpenter calling from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was wondering about the scene where Clark is running to save Lex from being the target of uh, Van McNulty. It shows uh, Tom running on the kind of the side view, and it uh, looks a little different than usual. And I was wondering if they did that with green screen or just kind of filmed it differently. I don't. I don't remember. I think. Okay. What did you uh, my, think? My guess. My guess <laughs> is that. Uh, well, because it sort of looks like he's, he was running in place on a green screen. I think that's what, I mean, uh, you, you could do a treadmill. But, um, yeah, you, you have him fake the act of running on a green screen, and then you have the all that blur. So and, you think it was green screen? Him. Yeah, oh, definitely, right. definitely. Or blue. All right, this, this, is, this is a good one. John, John's very aware of things. <laughs> Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. 
That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. This is, this is a good question. Listen up. Ryan, you're going to like this one. Hi, this is John from Seattle, Washington. Did you all notice that the pliers with the bullet are on the floor next to Jonathan before the shot of him getting the bullet out of Clark? I thought that was pretty funny. Thanks, guys. Ah, <laughs> props. They had it there, and we uh, saw it. Yeah. Well, I guess that happens sometimes. Inconvenience. Yeah, I, yeah fine. <laughs> in, in that amount of time, you don't want to have Jonathan leave and then fill that air and then have him come back. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I, where I thought the question was going? Huh. I thought the question was, did you notice the pliers were on the ground, which would be really dirty, and it wouldn't get infected if you put the pliers? <laughs> well, there's also that, yeah. He didn't disinfect them. Yeah, but he wouldn't die. Clark wouldn't die from a disease, right? It's the kryptonite no. that kills him, not yeah, not uh, syphilis or whatever the hell you get from a dirty, <laughs> dirty set of pliers. What is it, hepatitis something uh, or another? That's why you got a tetanus shot. Yeah, get your tetanus. Get your guys. tetanus shot immediately. Get your tetanus shot. You don't want to end up like Clark. Nope. All right, here we go. This is uh, Thomas the Leaf. Blower. Hey, this is Thomas the Leaf Blower calling from Niagara Falls, Canada, and I have a question for the season three episode Extinction. At the end there with the lead bulletproof uh, plate, was that a Back to the Future reference or is that just a coincidence? Oh, I didn't notice that. I mean, I, I didn't think about it. That was Back to the Future three, right? Uh, it would have been Back to the Future three at the time, yes. Because yeah, that's or the, well, no, Back in Time was the was the whole. I don't know. Isn't that when someone gets shot with the? Oh no, that was Back to the Future one. No, sorry, it was a uh, yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, interesting. Yeah. Huh. See, see, I, see, I like this because the patrons find stuff that we don't. Bryce finds stuff we don't. Patrons find it. I kind of just watch until I'm completely distracted. Jessica. Not you. <laughs> That's my assistant, Jessica. Hi, this is Jessica from Seattle, Washington. And I just had a question about the episode Extinction. Why is Lana swimming at night at school? It sounded like the guy had her schedule memorized. Um, and is this like a common occurrence that we just never have seen her do before? It's just kind of odd. <laughs> Thanks. Jessica, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But let's just, for all purposes, let's just... Suspend disbelief and say that every night or every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Lana goes to the pool. And mm -hmm. he's been tracking her, and he knows that this is the day she goes to the pool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let that. I'm going to, with all the other shit that I had problems with, I am going to let this one go. Ryan? Lana likes to take a take a dip every now and again. Yeah. Uh, I said something else. Take a dip. Dip. D-I-P. Caitlin. International folks here, when filming a moment like Clark's getting shot with a kryptonite bullet, how do you mentally, emotionally prepare your mind to express that level of physical pain on your character? Now, I'll speak for myself because I've been hit. Things have been falling on me. You know, the whole first scene, uh, the tornado scene where I'm bleeding. Um, I've been shot. I've been hit in the head. You'll see as the sh series goes on multiple, multiple times. You just have to play it real. And you just have to... Trust that the director is shooting something that looks believable because you could feel so stupid in these moments. And, you know, and, and it's how much pain is it? Is it like, ah, ah, God, or is it, oh, ah. and that's probably the one, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's film. You're Lex Luthor. You got to remember your character. Would he be going, oh, look at, oh, look at, <laughs> I don't think he would, but he'd probably just go, ah. no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm Lex Luthor. <laughs> Chloe might go, oh. I don't know. Pete might go, damn, what's that? <laughs> you know, there it, is. Uh, oh, <laughs> there it was. Oh, man, I need some lemon fresh pledge. <laughs> to disinfect it. Disinfect it. There's nothing else in the house. I need lemon fresh pledge. That's got some stuff that kills bacteria. Obviously, 99% of germs are killed with lemon fresh pledge. Katie in this episode, Extinction, Katie says, uh, I noticed that a scene from season two episode Ryan was reused frame by frame when Clark is using his super speed. Ryan's medical notes can even be seen in the back pocket of Clark's jeans. Holy crap. I did not notice that. Wait, what? Katie. Katie, you're looking for stuff. Katie's looking for like, you know, errors. I like that. Katie's getting, uh, 
getting dirty. They they reuse they reuse the scene. And you know what? They I'm sure they do that. I'm sure they do that a lot. You know, shots of the school have been reused. I'm yeah. sure if sometimes they'll they'll in season two or three they'll go, Oh, we need to get more different shots of the school because we've been using the same ones. I mean, does the second unit just sort of stockpile some B roll of some uh like Yeah, exteriors? but they run out because you know, each episode you're at the school a lot. Is that is that how it works? What? Like that, like you send the second unit out there. Yes. Like, okay, we need some exteriors. Yes. Like, do like two or three. Of or they'll the do high it. High school they'll camp ha- farm. They'll have two days where it's it's after we're done shooting the season. And it's just and exposition go, shots. This is what we need from season one or episode one, two. In episode five, we need more another shot of the cliff. In episode three, we need a, a close up of Clark's chest. And Jesus. they'll have a body double. And we won't know any of the stuff that's going on. And then they'll incorporate them all in and hopefully it's seamless. I don't know why that never occurred to me, but yeah, that makes a lot of That's sense. That's what they do. Wow. Rose and bomb rating system. Oh. Ryan, since Tom's not here, oh. you're my co-pilot today. What would you give this episode? Uh, It's a bummer because Tom might have had nicer things to think. I think Tom's going to give it a heater. He won't go below a heater, but I'm going to say Tom gave it a heater. Because that's what I was going to give it. You gave gonna, it a heater, huh? I was going to, um, yeah, I'm going to give it a heater. I'm going to give Extinction a bomb and a half. Bomb and a half? Yeah. I uh, I watched it and I was I just wanted to keep doing something else. <laughs> um, bomb to a bomb and a half. I mean, I think uh, he because I I kind of thought that the Jesse Metcalf mm-hmm. character was based on something else in the DC universe, and this was the only way they could fit him in. Right, 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 right. You know, um, I'm trying to think. I like the Lex Lionel scenes. I like some of the Chloe Lionel stuff. Yeah. Um, I like, you know, when he got shot. That was cool. I'll give it a bomb. Not not a bomb and a half. Okay. A bomb. Uh, death and save count. How many people got saved? How many death and dead? Save count. Well, two died. Van McNulty kills Leonard Wallace and Jake Pollan. Three saved. Clark saves Lex. Jonathan saves Clark. Van saves Lana from Jake. Through three episodes in season three, seven dead, six saved. Series 66 dead, 76 saved. Mm. Now, this is a little confusing. It's Ryan's favorite scene. I won't get credit for this, but I want you to read the three choices and see if I get it. Okay. I get a brownie brownie point. You get a, if I get, get a this. bonus. So we're just going to see him. See if you guys know this. Okay. Um, all right. Scene one is where Clark gets shot through the hand, followed by scene two, where Jonathan pulls the bullet out. And then scene three is where they do away with Jesse Metcalf for the roundhouse kick. It's definitely not that. I, I'm going to say where he shot with the kryptonite bullet. I was going to say the second one. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I because th- like we talked about, and- it was like the, the you really felt the emotion of the, the parents acting. And then there was also a followed by a cool effect of him pulling the bullet out. And it went. That's true. That's true. Well, I didn't get it. Because I, I didn't want to do another bullet time one. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, well, it doesn't count. Well, any thoughts on this episode? Um, thanks for, for sticking with us. I know you did, even though Tom's not here. It's it's part of the series, and you got to stay with us and listen to what we have to say. And I'm sure you were here for me and Ryan. And uh, that's it for this episode. But what I want you to do, folks, is I want you to stick around next week as we get sleepy and we talk about season three, episode four, Slumber. And there's a lot for you guys to do. Take this discussion online. Make sure you write down the number JetCute, 213 JetCute to ask questions. Uh, join Patreon, patreon.com slash smalltalkville. And join Patreon today to really support the podcast. If you're enjoying this, we could use your help. And uh, t- uh, at Talkville Podcast or on on all the, the socials except at Talkville Pod on the Twitter. And, uh, you know, that's all we have really. If you want more information, like merch from the show, TalkvillePodcast.com. New pictures up there right now and lots of other goodies. Inside of you online also has amazing stuff too to get. Um, And that's it. It's all in the description. Follow us, write a review, tell us what you think, get other people to listen. We love you. And uh, Ryan, why don't you say it? Always hold on to Smallville. Well, you have to say remember, folks. Oh, remember, folks. Always hold on to Smallville. Now I want you to say it really, really sincere. Remember, folks. No, not whispering. Remember, folks. Always hold on to Smallville. See you guys.
Of course, we will not forget our patrons or top tiers who, without them, we wouldn't be here. So we're going to read out the top tiers. Patreon.com slash Talkville. We love you dearly. Nikki G, Leanne P, Raj C, Santiago M, Leah and Kristen, Little Lisa, Thomas the Leaf Blower had a question today. So did Raj. Sophie M, Betsy D, Abby P, Ray Harada, Karen Apple M, Danielle B, 99 more, Leilani N. Brett G, always hold on to Smallville, Estevan G, DJ Kento, Garrett W, Kimberly L, Tom N, Jason W, Osama A, we love you. Lana rhymes with banana W. Uh, Nancy, I still, I love that one. I'm sorry. Nancy D, Brian G, Sarah W, Amanda R, Teddy127, Michael P, Jordan, Theo M, Ryan R, Jordan M, Hillary B, Randy B, Craig G, Christy R, Karen P, Derek G, Jorel, Heather and Greg, Nico P, don't stop. I'm going to keep going. I may talk about say butts. Georgina B, Eric K, Clark's mom, Kristen B, Craig C, Nanine W, Stephanie K, we know you're out there. Darth Achilles, Finky, Tamara H, Stephen F, Damn, who's that? and Jeanette E. Wow, that was a lot of them. But now I have a lot of them. No. De- <laughs> I like that. Dead Vid, General Zod, Big D. I wonder what that stands for. Doug R, Carlos C, Tommy Z, Boston 68, Ken G, Isabel, Corey L, Ivy, and Sam, Mr. Home Arcade, Amanda K, Jesse C, Claire M, D Brown, Alice, Be Kind, Rewind. Please rewind. Karen Era M, Eldon Supremo, Leslie V, McBurts, Ginger Moose, Christopher S, Michelle M, Drew, Brittany S, Marisol P, Veronica Q, Sebastian F, Sourpuss, Cranky Pants, Matthew and Lincoln B, David G, Carol B, The Coopers. What up, Coopers? Marion, Louise, Lifus. Get it? Like Dreyfus? It's Marion Louise L. CGO. Oh. Yeah. Cindy C, Nikki L, Shannon, Fofan, and M. Brian S. I like when people get funny. Brian S. Tina E. Matt R. Anthony R. Daphne J. Jen T. Jess D. Cassie B. Felicia R. Carolyn. Carolyn P. P. Carolyn P. And thank you guys. We got some newcomers. So treat them well. Give them shout outs on Patreon. Become a community. The community I know you are. Love each other. We love you. Thank you for everything. Tommy, I'll see you later. Thanks, guys.